With two weeks to go until the start of the WNBA season, what did Brittany Griner have to say in her first press conference since returning from being wrongfully detained in Russia? And how has the start of the Phoenix Mercury's training camp gone? Jesse Morrison, Phoenix Mercury beat writer at The Next, joins host Natalie Heverin to chat all things Mercury as the countdown to the start of the WNBA season continues. Ogumba Wallet for the win! You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello and happy Friday. You are locked on to women's basketball. I'm Natalie Heverin and I'm a features writer and the Atlantic 10 beat reporter for the next. Thanks for making Locked On Women's Basketball your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Women's Basketball is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Today, we'll be chatting all about Brittany Griner's first press conference since returning from being wrongfully detained in Russia, the Phoenix Mercury's training camp so far, and what storylines Jesse has his eyes on two weeks before the WNBA season starts. Joining me today is Jesse Morrison, Phoenix Mercury beat writer at The Next. So, Jesse, with just two weeks until the WNBA season starts, I am so excited to chat all things Mercury. So, starting things off, you were at Brittany Griner's first press conference since returning from being wrongfully detained in Russia. Can you take me through that day and what you heard and observed? Well, it was it was just wild. It was like nothing I've ever been at before. It was the biggest press conference I've ever been to. That includes the introductory press conference for Matt Ishbia, the uh Suns and Mercury new owner and you know I I cover coaching changes at ASU and things like that and just Charlie Turner Thorne's retirement press conference and there was just there's just been nothing with that type of presence there um you know you had your your media outlets like you know your CNNs and uh places you know these big national like news outlets were there um which was just kind of crazy to see um, and then just uh, overall, like, uh, it was just kind of a, a nice day because it was kind of like a kind of, I guess, from the team perspective, like a celebration of her being back. Um, and, you know, she was just in a good mood. And it was it was nice to see that after what she's been through. And it was the first time that we've really seen her and seen her exhibit her personality since being back. So. It, it was all still there, like the BG that people, you know, remember. Um, and that that was kind of the part that was like really nice to see. Did she talk about her at time and experience in Russia or was it just, you know, all of the emotions about being back and getting back to basketball? So, I mean, that's what they kind of tried to have the press conference be about and was more basketball, but it was kind of tough to avoid the fact that she was in Russia and she did touch on it, especially like she basically said, you know, she's cherishing every cherishing every day, um, you know, more than she did before. Um, and especially when she uh, she talked about how like, you know, she would rather do two a days than be in in, you know, where she was. So, yeah, I mean, she touched on it uh, and, you know, touched on coming back and just like having a basketball for the first time. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it, she didn't talk about like her day-to-day -day life over there, 
but like just like how grateful she is that she's here and not there if that makes sense oh yeah it does and uh in your story uh, which everyone should go read titled jovial griner ready to return to the court um you know you describe her as jovial can you tell me more about that and the humor she displayed during the press conference yeah like like i just mentioned uh you know she was like oh, you know I, I'd, I'd rather be doing two a days or uh, don't don't quote me on that, but uh, that's basically what she said. Um, and she said, "But but don't get any ideas, coach." And like pointed over at uh, Vanessa Nygaard, Phoenix's head coach, who was sitting there. Um, and then you know when when she talked about how she had her when when she got the got back and and um, grabbed a basketball for the first time, how she like you know kind of dunked on Sherelle, her wife, and like joked about that and how she was, she joked about how she was wearing low top Converse Chuck Taylors, which are like the worst basketball shoes ever. Um, how her ankles like didn't appreciate that. And then the, the big kicker, the big best joke that she made was obviously when she called Diana Taurasi a fossil. Um, so yeah, I mean, she was in a great mood. Um, there were some times where she got emotional and, you know, there were tears a little bit, but um, for the most part, it was, uh, the, the BG that, you know, you kind of remember from before Russia, which was, which was great to see. Um, uh, before I get to my next question, I just have to ask, you know, did Tarasi respond to the fossil comment, uh, at, at another media availability? Yeah. Uh, the first time that she was, uh, <laughs> she was, um, talked to, that she talked to the media after that she talked about it. Um, and she just kind of brushed it off for the most part. Yeah. Um, and then can you tell me more about the partnership, the Mercury Griner and Bring Our Families Home recently announced? So they announced this, uh, campaign with Bring Our Families Home. Um, Bring Our Families Home started in 2022. Um, it was started by, uh, family members of American hostages and wrongful detainees that are held overseas. Um, it kind of just urges the White House to um, take, you know, action to bring these detainees home. Um, and the Mercury have just kind of partnered with them. Um, what they said in the release is basically that they've learned a lot about like wrongful detainees through this and that um, they decided to uh, have this partnership because, uh... sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, they just kind of decided to use their platform and their resources to kind of aid in this. And then they got the, the mural out, um, and the mural that they had painted was done by, um, one artist, I believe, um, entirely, uh, it's on the West side of the footprint center. Um, and it's BG in the middle of a bunch of wrongful detainees that are currently wrongfully detained. Um, but the cool thing about it is there's a QR code that will take you to bringourfamilieshome.com. And that's on the mural. You can take a, you know, you can take the picture of it, I guess, um, and then go to that. You'll find more out about like the bring our families home thing. So that that was the part that I thought was cool and a nice touch there. Especially I mean the mural, there needs to be more Mercury stuff up in general. <laughs> outside of the footprint center um and what better way to do that than to uh you know bring 
awareness to this cause. There's so many more people than BG that are out there um, and that are wrongfully detained. Like there were some uh, folks from Bring Our Families Home that were discussing their experiences and like some of them are way, way worse than what BG has had to go through. Like their their family members have been gone for five years, not just 10 months. So that, that was the part that um, was just, it was just, you know, it kind of made me emotional just like hearing their stories. Um, and I think it's, I think it's a positive thing that, you know, on the big arena in Phoenix that you can go and scan the code there and find out about this stuff. And, you know, when you go read uh, Jesse's story um, about Griner's return to the court, um, he did include a, a video of, of the unveiling. So you'll be able to see the that as well when you when you go back and, and read that. Um, you know, what have you seen out of Griner so far in training camp? So we had I've been to two practices so far and they kind of just let us in at the end when they're just doing shooting drills. Um, so I've just basically seen her taking jump shots, um, which <laughs> you can't really gauge much out of that. However, when she went over to talk to us for the, for the first time after the first practice, she just absolutely threw one down, like rattled the rim. Um, and I was like, okay, I think she's, <laughs> I think she might, might still be a pretty good basketball player. Um, it, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but you know, I think. I don't expect her to, I don't expect the year off to really hurt her that much. And in my opinion, I think she'll still be a great player. I mean, she's one of the biggest players in the league, like one of the most dominant players in the league. I, I don't, I don't expect it to really hinder her that much. Um, but again, I do think that we should probably uh, lower our expectations just for the, at least the start of the season. Cause she did talk about how her stamina, like that's what she's really trying to get back into. Um, so I think that is, that's something that definitely needs to be taken into consideration. Um, but again, the, the dunk was looked like the old BG. That's, that's the best thing that I can take away from actually watching her because again, like I said, it's a lot of free throws, a lot of jump shots. I don't know what I can take away from that. What are you most excited to see her do this season? Um, I think I'm just excited to see her play at all. Like, I think that's, I think that's the, the, it's a simple answer, but like last year she was in Russian prison, like that's awful. And now she gets to just like play basketball and I'm excited to just see her like be happy on the floor and, you know, be in her element. Um, and then I, you know, I'd like to, I want to see what happens, you know, with her and th this kind of, some of the new players on the team and how they, they fit in together. Um, and I also think that her being back is going to really help with Brianna Turner because when Brianna Turner went without BG, Brianna Turner's offensive game was not where it was. And I think she can kind of open up the floor for Turner. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that just kind of seeing her with the team, it's going to be fun and interesting to watch. And coming up next, we'll discuss how training camp is going for the Mercury. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. 
So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thanks for making Locked on Women's Basketball your first listen every day. So, Jesse, with Griner back with the team, what have her coaches and teammates said about her as training camp has started? I mean, they just they're, – they're, they've gl- – uh, been glowing about her and just her presence and her being back. And, um, you know, Nygaard was, cl- was quick to say, you know, she's still one of the best players in the world, one of the, you know, most dominant players in the world. Um, so uh, it doesn't seem like it, it going into training camp and some of the off season availabilities, uh, you know, Sophie Cunningham was like, let's be patient, uh, you know, give her time, give her grace. Um, but now it's kind of just like I haven't heard many th- things like, oh, we need to give her grace and let her, uh, you know, just kind of watch her, make sure she's OK, like and everything. Um, I think it's more of a, a she's 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 good. She's there. And then obviously uh, the, the rookies, um, uh, Kadi Soko and Destiny Harden um, just have been talking about just the veterans and and BG included in this um, and how they're uh you know just really good leaders and yeah so that's that's kind of what i've heard from the team and everybody and you know going off of that how have the vibes been at training camp so far it's been from what i can tell it's just it's great like i mean everybody's just in a in a really good mood to have um bg back I, di- I didn't cover the team last year but i can only just imagine how m- much different it is from last year to this year um i think there's also just and the, the players and coaches have downplayed it a little bit you know just like when you ask what their goals are but you know with bg back and you know diana's older but she still is arguably the greatest player of all time you know i think that there's a little bit more encouragement that they can <laughs> that they can do things this year um, than last year when you know obviously losing one of the best players in the world on the court doesn't help the team. Um, so yeah, and I, I think that a lot of the there was some there was some other drama last year with the team, and I think a lot of that is kind of that has kind of cleared, and I think Nygaard is aware of that and is kind of just learning and moving forward as in a second year. Um, That's kind of what she's alluded to. And we just published uh, a story about this now yesterday. Um, But how have the new additions, including um, the the new draftees, the new rookies, um, looked at training camp so far? Again, we're not allowed to see too much of training camp, um, but heard great things from multiple people, uh, you know, from Nygaard, from 
uh, DT from BG just about uh, how well Mariah Jefferson is um, fitting in and what she can bring to the table. Um, and then, you know, the rookies, I, uh, I didn't, to be completely honest, I didn't expect either of them to make the team. I still don't know if they will. Um, but Diana went on off on a little bit of a tangent yesterday um, and just talked about how much she's been impressed with uh, Kati Sissoko from uh, USC uh, and what she's been able to do in training camp. Um, so I think you might see one of the two rookies make it, and I'm leaning to Kati making the team. Um, it would also make sense, I mean, if you read my story today, um, it would make sense from a salary cap standpoint to keep a couple of players that aren't at the um, you know, veteran minimum, more at the rookie minimum. That would uh, they Mercury are right up against the cap this year. So, um, you know, I, the new additions as far as uh, the rookies, I've gotten good praise from the, the uh, coaching staff and from the players. And then Michaela uh, Anyawede, she is not back yet as far as I know. She is still overseas or is heading back. Uh, she was supposed to be here later in the week. Um, so I haven't heard much about her, but good things coming out of camp on Mariah Jefferson and the two rookies uh, that that were drafted, um, especially uh, Kati Sissoko. Uh, and just a, a couple of uh, asking about a couple of updates. You know, back in March, you wrote about how Shea Petty believes she may be on track to play in the season opener for the Mercury. Have you seen her or gotten an update on her recovery from her uh, torn Achilles? I have not seen her playing basketball. I have seen her, <laughs> to, to make that answer short. <laughs> um, and then, you know, has anyone on the team or coaching staff talked about Skylight Diggins-Smith? I know she announced she was pregnant back in October of last year and is on a protected contract and uh, also on the last year of her contract this year. Yeah, Um Nobody has mentioned anything as far as on the team or the coaching staff. Uh, we've just been told from the team that she's on maternity leave. So I don't know if that if there's any chance she plays this year. Um, there was a lot there last year as far as her, you know, with Nygaard and DT. And so who knows if she even wants to be here. Um, so, yeah, no, nobody's really brought that up. Um, so yeah, all, all that we've heard is, is maternity leave. And, and as the, the countdown to the start of the regular season continues, because she's on maternity leave, that means the Phoenix Mercury can sign a replacement player, correct? Yes, correct. Yep. But if Petty, but if Petty is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but if Petty is not able to go, then they have to wait a couple games to get that injury replacement um, or injury exemption. Um, so they might, I believe, start the season with 10 players. Uh, that could that could be um, an option because I, I'm pretty sure they're going to be at 11 this year and not 12 just because where their cap situation is. Um, so, yeah, that's just, that's just uh, where, where they kind of are at the moment. That sounds familiar uh, to what some other teams have dealt with in the past, but I deflect 
all uh, CBA and salary cap uh, knowledge to uh, our fabulous Jacob Mox, who somehow knows that forward and back. Um, coming up next, we'll continue our training camp conversations and talk about what's next for the team. So, you know, Jesse, what are some training camp storylines you've been watching this week? Uh, again, I just, uh, I want to, I'm very interested in, in uh, the rookies um, and if e uh, either of the drafted rookies could make the team. Um, I'm interested to see if, um, if Sam Thomas is going to be back. Uh, she made the team play the whole year from Arizona last year. Um, did not see much of the floor when she did. Uh, her numbers were not great. Um, so I'm just interested to see if, if she's going to be back with the team. Um, and then I'm interested to see who they're going to keep um, as one of their backup post players. Uh, you've got Megan Gustafson, who played um, for the team last year um, for the whole season. Um, and she, I would expect her to make the team, um, but you've also got, Kylie Shook in there, who took a year off for personal reasons, um, but she's back. Um, so I think that that's an interesting one. And then just to kind of see how uh, everyone is gelling, there's a you know a new uh, the, the lineup's going to be different this year. Mariah Jefferson comes in. Um, I'm interested to see how they're going to use her, what her role is going to be um, on this team. I think that. Um, you know she'll definitely she'll definitely start um, and everything and that, that'll be interesting and then I do I don't she ha I haven't seen her on the court yet but I am interested to see if Jay Petty can make that um, season debut on May nineteenth I mean that's she tore her Achilles or ruptured her Achilles in August it's a it's quite the um, quite the turnaround, quite the recovery if she's able to make it. So I'm just going to kind of be keeping my eye out to see if I see her on the floor um, in the next coming days, next coming weeks. And aside from, you know, the final roster starting to take shape over the next two weeks uh, before games start, uh, what are some other storylines you have your eyes on in those next two weeks? Um, just you know, the, the increase of, uh, or, you know, just, just BG getting back. I mean, obviously that's, that's the biggest storyline and just, just to kind of see if the vibes still remain that the way they are, um, because it's last year there, obviously the vibes weren't good. Um, now the vibes are good. And I just want to see if, if that will, you know, continue on through training camp and then into the regular season. Uh, and then, you know, we just uh, had a story go live for you, but are you working on uh, anything else out of uh, Mercury Training Camp, uh, or will we just have to wait and see? I have a season preview coming out. I will be working on a Mariah Jefferson feature article um, that will be coming out um, next week at some point. So, yeah, stay tuned for those, too. Um, I got some other possibilities, but I don't want to – throw those out there in case I decide to not write those. <laughs> you never know what can happen with rosters or, or things like that. So uh, good move. Uh, definitely excited for those stories. Uh, thank you for joining me today, Jesse. Where can the people find you and your work? 
Um, obviously, you can find me uh, at the next, um, and then you can find my me on Twitter at uh, m o r r s c o d e underscore so Morse code. Um, as you see my Twitter there, and that's where you can find a lot of my work. Um, I, you know, I'll be always be retweeting or tweeting out my articles there and whatever else I'm working on. Well, thank you for joining me and thank you to our listeners for making Lockdown Women's Basketball your first listen every day. Every dayers, tomorrow on the show, make sure to tune in to hear from Hunter, M, and Lincoln, our WNBA draft experts who I always learn so much from.